Ben, how are you doing today? Yo, my man. I'm, I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm doing pretty good. Just fed the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Just fed the dog, right? Oh, I, yeah. by the way, I, I, I loved your tweet uh, late last night. I only saw this morning because I, I went to bed. Um, but um, it did make me... You tweeted, um, what did you say? Here comes the doggy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, boom goes the doggy. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I immediately the um, the soundtrack that I heard in my head was "Who Let the Dogs Out." Anyway, um, I do not know why 80, I'm the dog in, in in this. Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, the the dog is uh, the dog is coming out. Um, that is yeah, that man. is the truth. Wait, no. So let's let's start with you. Like, let's where are you at, man? Where, yeah, where, so, where's the um, puppy roaming? Where's the puppy roaming? Um, so so um, at this stage, um, AWS credits, right? That's what uh -huh. I'm feeding the right. puppy, uh, very much, very much so. Um, but yeah, in the, in the last two weeks, um, I think the, the the first part, which I think that I can at least mention, is um, so Jean and I spent last week in the bush, uh, literally kind of up north um, in South Africa, and. It, it was just fantastic to actually get away from things for a little bit um, and then but not away completely um, like still being there but actually allowing kind of other people to to make some progress on things um, whilst I'm not there to to interfere so that was really great came back absolutely rejuvenated and I've definitely hit this this week hard um, I guess the kind of two most prominent things is I'm super grateful that the the pre-seed round of funding that we're raising um, is coming to a close. Um, I always forget how how distracting and time-consuming it actually is. And I had the same thing when I negotiated the deal to sell conversion, right? It's it's mm -hmm. like it's, it's there, I, I maybe it's just me, right? But I have very little bandwidth for operational things, right? So it is this distraction in that sense. Like the the building part doesn't happen as quickly as you are focusing on that. So I'm super happy that that is, um, that is coming to, to a close um, pretty soon. The tricky part uh, is probably on the product front. Um, I think we've, um, in the last week or so, we've definitely realized that the one part of the kind of first version that we're putting out there is uh, includes forecasting. And mm -hmm. there's definitely more that we need to do there. Um, I thought kind of a, a solid kind of first version is going to be quicker to achieve and we'll be able to kind of improve from there. It's evident that even in this early stage, and we've seen that with pilot customers already, there's more work that we, we need to do there. And that gets me into that kind of spiral of we're not fucking moving fast enough. Why are not we not moving fast enough? So um, like that's probably if we were to talk about challenges um, and frustrations exclusively on this podcast, that's probably what I would talk about is, um, you know, nothing feeling that progress isn't there necessarily even though as i said like i i was away last week and we still made progress on um significant progress on you know most of the important things going on in the world of cogsy that's awesome man i mean well, ignoring the part where you're frustrated but i think that's elements of that are inevitable and it's great that i think going back to like sounds like you were living you lived a profitable week a life profitable week I, <laughs> I, 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 I would, and everyone, the book is in the background there. You can also just get it on Amazon if you want it. Like right. the cover is amazing. Just, just buy the book. I tell you what, I already bought a bunch. I'll sell them to you for for a discount. 
You can go through my Shopify store where I'm reselling 80s books that he gave to me for free. Um, and that's my way to do arbitrage. I'll arbitrage the market. <laughs> can, can, can you also just kind of pretend, um, you know, hand sign it and pretend that it was, was me hand signing those for you? Yeah, I, I, had, I had my dog sign them. The 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 dog the dog or just a dog? Yeah, I found a random dog in the street, taught it to, to do calligraphy and taught it to sign. I mean, the, it was easier than I thought. The, <laughs> but I mean, th th this is admittedly a circus, right? So so dogs signing books, like it could be it, it could be part of the show. Like we could consider it. Yeah, yeah. Put that in our show notes. Yeah, um, okay. Yeah, so um, uh, Coxie at this stage uh, consists of, uh, I've got a lead engineer um, working with me um, and we recently added a designer to the team, a very junior designer as well, um, that I'm kind of, I'm actually very excited about that part thereof. Um, we've given her her first job as well. Like she's done two in internships before. She only graduated um, last year. She's coincidentally, she's South African as well, um, but super, super excited about that. Um, and then I still have the kind of the agency um, of engineers that started working on mm -hmm. the first version late last year. Um, they're still kind of wrapping things up. So that that is the kind of the we that's there. Um, I've got a bunch of open positions. I'm hoping to build out the engineering team um, at this stage, um, both kind of your back end and front end stuff. Um, so we like the, the the aim is to get you know another two three bodies into the door, uh, especially now that the the capital is there uh, to really take this first and it's not even a fully first version yet, um, but I now have very clear clarity in terms of where we are at with those pilot customers and what we need to do in the next say six to eight weeks uh, on the product side at least. Got it. And I'm curious so sounds like what you're imagining the first version like when you said it's what you're imagining the first version needs to be for it to be like valuable or perhaps to hit the mark that you expect or need for it is that something that can happen in these like what's the time frame for being able to do that yeah well how how long is a piece of string um, <laughs> right, yeah. uh, i <laughs> i think um the, the the, the like there's probably two big buckets of things that we we need to do here um on the product side right the, the one is um building out i would say building an additional feature here to take yeah. like all of the kind of the, the prioritization and forecasting that we do um and literally turning it into a turnkey kind of solution where it would literally show you a purchase order um yeah. for the merchant and you would literally just be able to review it and you can you know click Yes, and we would send it off to your manufacturer supplier or print to PDF or export to CSV, whatever that looks like. So that bit of it is um, is probably the easier and more obvious part. Like six to eight weeks is definitely enough time to 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 nail that both functionally and in terms of the kind of UI UX. There, the part that I'm not that sure about at this stage comes down to the forecasting and um, you know getting the forecasting to a point where we are confident enough about it right. to to tell merchants. Hey, you know, and again, like with forecasting, it is an estimate, right? It's machine learning. It's going to take time um, to refine it. Like all of those things are true. And we're not aiming for perfect answers with that either. We're aiming for 
X percentage improvements in terms of how you use your working capital um, and how you kind of your forecast your your buying here. But that's the kind of the, the harder part. As I said, like my gut feel initially was that we would be there or thereabouts already. But now I think mm -hmm. we are a month or so away. But there could be like it's one also one of the things that you know working with the right person and like we are adding a part time data scientist to the team actually now specifically to do that and it might be a case that in a week or two's time there's a big tipping point i.e discovering like we just needed to you know flip that switch and then things start improving dramatically right or it might be this complete exploration of you know another three months before finding that big switch but you can still make gains in between so like but those are the two kind of big buckets that i feel um will help and essentially take us out of that realm of where i have to have a discussion with the customer and say this is probably what it's worth. I know it's not fully finished just yet, so we're going to discount that. So, meaning that six to eight week in your time frame here is to have a sales conversation and just say, "This is the price. This is not you being an early adopter anymore. This delivers true kind of value. It's been tried. It's been tested by pilot customers. Um, you know, please, please pay this invoice right now." Mm -hmm. Got it. Interesting. I I hope it's interesting, right? <laughs> I mean, at least at least it's interesting to you, right? And and yeah. a few other readers that uh, readers, listeners that we've accumulated since the first recording. Yeah, well, my mom told all of her her cousins. So. She 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 definitely she definitely has a kind of a, a wide network then because the numbers were were surprising. I mean, I texted you the yeah, kind of two yeah, days yeah. afterwards, and I was like, whoa, this is uh, there's a few people that uh, that uh, came came to the circus. Yeah, no, everyone everyone loves a good show. Yeah, that's uh, true. That's true. Very, so, very, very, very so grateful for their ears. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, so so let's uh, let's spice things up, uh, Ben. I mean, I know. Um, yeah, where where is your head at? Where, where is the pony roaming? Like talking about the puppy roaming. Like, what is uh, what new tricks are is the is the pony learning in the last couple of weeks? Yeah. So, all right. So you already knew this. We did. So, we have this. Call it. Um, we we have had two pilot customers or we have two pilot customers who've been using the pony and I'd say in two fairly different use cases one's a fashion retailer who has been using the pony for a year um, and they use it in the way the pony was originally sort of intended we'll call it rightly or wrongly uh, and with this with this new customer that we're working with um, Part of what's been interesting is they what we found was and so this is the idea here is how do you remove friction between someone receiving an email and buying the product and so what we had was effectively a opt-out purchase where the idea is the person already trusts you they already know you they know what they want and just let's let's eliminate steps um and that's what the fashion brand's been using for the last year with this new brand um, that is, I'd say, substantially larger in size, uh, but they also just have a different product. And what we found was, sixty percent of people who were like clicking on their emails weren't actually buying the product that was featured in the email. They were going into, they were using the store as a gateway to buy something else. And so that, in some ways, makes sense because if you're sending an email and you're only listing one product. Like what's, what are the chances that, that on that particular day that everyone who gets your email that they're gonna wanna buy that product? 
Um, yeah. I think the and, oh, sorry, and that but and that by the way from, from our conversion days, like our kind of best practices in terms of email was always just to try and get that click, like any yeah. type of click, right? Yeah. Hence, hence why we always kind of advise customers like focus on like a single button a single link like if you have to have something secondary but like a single thing right yeah. because you just want that click because a website is always a, a much richer experience than an email yeah no and, and i think the it's tough because right now we're, we're even only we're only using the pony with a, a we'll call us a, a segment of their of their email list um because they are so big you know especially when you're introducing a new product uh, come in with a bunch of hypotheses and you're like, I think this will happen. So we'll watch. And then we're AB testing. Uh, but it, it is tough. Like we've done the statistical, uh, testing to see, are we actually having numbers that are like actually indicate that's working? And the numbers say, say yes. Um, I think there, there's always that voice in the back of my head. That's like, like, I'm not a statistician, so I'm relying on experts to, do some of the stuff and I'm like, okay, all right. Well, uh, it, it wasn't, it, yeah. It, so to answer your question, the, what we found was a lot of people who were, who were opening, clicking on the links, weren't trying to buy the product that was featured in, in, in the email. So we basically were like, you have two options. One of which is, um, list a bunch of products in the email, or we need to come up with a different, which would change their email format that they've been doing for years or we can come up with a different way of doing it. And so what we came up with was um, effectively an opt-in purchase instead of an opt-out, where what happens is you click on the email or you click on the, the hero button. Uh, it adds the product to effectively a, it loads a page where it adds the product to the cart and then lists like the top best-selling products below that um, with check boxes so that you're able to, the customer can uncheck the featured product if they want, and then check these additional products or any of these additional top 10 products, um, and then click purchase. So it's still a, uh, a one-click buy button, but it's an opt, we'll call it an opt-in as opposed to an opt-out. Uh, the assumption here is that it will lead to, it might reduce the conversion rate simply because, um, it's adding an additional step, but you're increasing average order value because now you're, you're buying multiple products at the same time as well. And, and actually truthfully, because so many of their customers weren't buying the product that was featured in the email, it would increase per, uh, conversion rate. So we rolled that out. We've run it with a few of their campaigns. Again, ran it through the statistical analysis machine. Um, and the results have been really good. Uh, I, the it's increased average order value by nearly like double um conversion rate is up as well i think the and the biggest benefits i thought we might see like a well actually this i thought we might see um bigger gains on like mobile or desktop right like one or the other but they've been fairly fairly consistent uh like it just it doubled both <laughs> um so the Thing now what I'm going through is I'm looking at these numbers and I'm like okay well we're doing it with a sample of, of, of their customers um, this is interesting now we're deviating a bit from the original use case which is fine and this is why we're working with a couple small or a couple only a couple merchants um, but 
I find myself struggling a bit with the concern that is this just a use just a situation for this one merchant I mean when, when you explain it it makes a lot of sense that it would be valuable but um, my my concern is it, is is are we going down how long is our string and you know right now we're doing with a subset of their customers so I think for this to really be meaningful for us as a business we need to roll it out to more users um, and I think the part that I'm struggling with the most and this isn't is that what I've kind of come to what I've realized is I need to be doing something every single day to be getting in front of prospective customers um, I've been doing that through blog post or I'm sorry LinkedIn posts uh, and so I've been I've been more regimented not regiments the wrong term and made sure that if nothing else gets done in a day that I at least publish one thing um, but it feels like I need to be doing a lot more and this is where it turns into a like running around. I'm trying not to be like shiny object where like oh this is a this is an issue so I'm running over there I'm trying to do a better job of calmly <laughs> assess the situation and figure out do we continue adjusting the product or do we take the product we currently have and find more people who want to buy it right so that that I guess actually more accurately describes what I'm uh, going with and, and in part because I'm just like do we need more people using this? Oh, the answer is yes. We need more people using this. Well, but. yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I, I, I was just unsure there. Like looking at your kind of your body language, I was like, is Ben really kind of doubtful about the, what the answer should be, or like was it meant to be a rhetorical question? Because the answer, the answer is yes. Yeah. So, yeah, like gut feel, and I, like I've. Um, obviously got a little bit more context than yeah. what kind of listeners at least have, right? Um, could you, the, the product is obviously working as is, right? Yeah. And I think you'd agree with me in that building product, one can always build more product. Like the yeah. roadmap is never ending. Like no product is ever finished unless you decide that it's finished, right? I.e. Yeah. if you really wanted to build forever, like you could build forever. Because uh, you could just like go down different rabbit holes and make it this you know, kind of a weird ass thing, but the product works, the product drives value. Yeah. You have paying customers. Could you leverage those customers even anonymously? Because again, yeah. like I <clears throat> I know that the, the one brand you're describing here, they're, they're a massive brand, right? Yeah. Um, and they might not be comfortable like putting their name to it, like which is would be a bummer, right? Because um, that would add a lot of social proof, but, you could probably still publish a anonymous-ish case study, right? To attract more customers, right? Um, and you know what's really great for that? It's a marketing website. I know. So I, I was working on it. So, okay, this goes back to the issue. And um, I think it was interesting. I attended uh, Dan's Growth Stacking Summit, which, you know, a lot of it is, I feel like if I... This is embarrassing to to say. I don't think it's that unusual. Is my my biggest issue is clarity, which um, I'm aware of that, and I've been trying to get answers. I think the way that we approach this product 
has been and knowingly has been a little bit backwards where I had built this tool where I'm like, this clearly is valuable. Now I need to do the stupid work of figuring out what problem does it solve? Because it clearly solves a problem. And my instinct is that it needs, we need to go deep in a problem. Now, what I'm struggling with and where I don't have clarity is what is that benefit to focus on initially? Like I just finished rereading Obviously Awesome by April, right? Like I also just finished reading a book called Monetizing Innovation. <laughs> I, you know, like I, I've, I also read like the mom test. So everything I've been doing is basically like, it's about, I'm trying in very, I'm trying not to like just throw, like consume content instead of doing stuff. But what I'm looking for clarity on is how do you focus what the message is, right? Like, is it repeat purchase rate? Is it increased AOV? Like, is it for, is it the two products we're working with? One is a fashion brand. The other one sells, uh, we'll call it like food and beverage. Um, do we just position this as a product to increase repeat purchases or cross sells, upsells of replenishable like CPG products? Do we go more specific than that? Um, where I'm, my, uh, I feel like I'm looking for answers can, when I don't, when there's just like, no, I don't have answers. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, the, and I guess the challenge there, Ben, is like, you have two customers, right? And if, if you yeah. ask them, because like, what most people will tell you with regards to copywriting, um, yeah. relative to positioning and messaging for a product is just ask your customers like how they describe the product and the value thereof. And then yeah. you use those words to attract similar you know, customers, right? When you have two customers, you're probably going to get like, I, I would bet they might say something similar, but you likely get two different versions of that, which doesn't help you here, right? Yeah. There's no, there, there's unlikely to be a clear winner. Um, but my question would always be like, why are you overthinking this? Isn't this just the case? I mean, admittedly, by the way, the positioning on, you know, cogsy.com at this stage, it's shit. Like I, mm -hmm. I 100% know that that's like, that's not the thing that resonates. It also doesn't matter that much right now, right? It's not prevented us from raising capital or getting those um, kind of early pilot customers and making that progress. Like I, the way I think about the value prop here, at least from a communication standpoint is, you just evolve it, right? It's a it's a website, you update to H1 on a kind of a text error if it doesn't work. Like that part is not that hard. Like you could probably to kind of just this, you know, kind of conversation, right? With the experiment you ran, like it increased AOV, right? Like yeah. just say that, hey, here's a SMS-based tool that increases your AOV. Simple, right? Yeah. Don't use those words, it's shitty, right? But if that's a initial value prop, like at least you can have conversations. Because I think the trick there, Ben, is this is what I would do, right? Is put something out there and it just needs to be good enough not to make the sale, just to get on a call with someone. And then you can totally right. kind of give them that the the less clear picture, right? Which is still, hey, for some people it increases AOV, it might do this, it might do that, whatnot. But you really want to have those conversations, right? That's probably the thing that I would optimize for. Yeah. Well, like, do you have again, concerns about that? Like, yeah. Not about getting the conversations. I think the... That helps perhaps with clarifying the message around the copy. Okay. Uh, which is, we'll say, we'll call that like 95% of the struggle right now is just lack of clarity around the problem you're solving 
or specifically the um, the, the job to be done or the workflow that, that we're solving today for people. Um, to think the, then the next part is what can I be doing on a daily basis beyond that to get people even to be finding, coming across the, that, that marketing page, that landing page, right? And that's where the LinkedIn posts, you know, come up for me. And I think the, what I've been trying to figure out in part has been, well, what do I post there and how do I approach getting more targeted eyes, <laughs> right? Have you have, have you done some outreach on LinkedIn, by the way? I haven't, no. Yeah. Just, just ping people. All right. Just ping people. Tell them, hey, here's, here's 80, a pony. 80, you want a pony? Everyone wants a pony. Everyone wants the pony. Yeah, 80 sent me. Yeah, you can totally use my social proof, like in the same way that you arbitrage selling my book, um, you know, at yeah. a lower price than, you know, Amazon does, you know, just just kind of you know, use use my name, pretend <laughs> this is me, like, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, no. You could totally, you could totally pretend though, but uh, should I send you new, new, my latest profile pics, by the way? Um, I had yes. new studio pics taken, like, just, uh, just to update your profile. Are holding a guitar? Yeah. Um, naked, yes, whilst naked, yeah. but the guitar covers all the all the naughty bits. Um, unfortunately, I'll send you some some behind the scenes ones. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a joke. Okay, but I think that was funny enough on its own. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. It, it's only funny because it's true. But um, anyway, yeah. I know you've got you've got some actual work to do um, instead of talking shit here with me. So um, yeah, enjoy that. Good luck yeah. with uh, with actual work. It's. I would say that, that I don't know if it's going to close the loop or just pull on the string, but I've been trying to like, for me, the hardest part of building any product or building a product is the part before you have real clarity of, we'll say the problem you're solving, which, um, when I say that sounds like bullshit because it's like, if you don't know the problem you're solving, you're not solving a problem, which is why I have consistently told myself until I clearly understand a very specific, like we'll call it problem that I could go deep on with this, with this product, which I know that there is one that we can solve that my responsibility and like is having enough, is getting us that clarity, which is through, conversations I've also been trying to look at um, like are there certain segments that we could that are really growing really fast that we can just say this is positioned for which is so I have like a note to myself check food and beverage um, I think the problem here is very quickly this turns into a million different things for me to start researching and that again is a distra could be a distraction or is a distraction yeah. um, and I'm trying really hard to identify the most important thing and if I were 80 and I were hearing me it would be obviously finish the finish put something up on the landing page and then do what you said around outreach on LinkedIn um, just one customer at a time like customers yeah. I think and those conversations they're, they're a great forcing function even if even even if the answer is a shitty one and the one that you don't want to hear uh, but yeah. it sounds like any 
any any answer will do, right? Because clarity is could be good or bad, right? But clarity is clarity. Yeah, <laughs> clarity FM. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and, and exactly. I think it's this is the there's I find that when I have a problem, a clear problem to solve, I'm really fucking effective. <laughs> Which I think is probably true for most people. The, the the issue I'm having, especially, is in part because I'm not an email. I'm not an uh, e-commerce merchant. Is imagining is putting myself, and this is what I try to get better at is putting myself not just hypothetically in their shoes, but becoming becoming friends with more merchants who are talking to me, explaining what their stra- yeah. struggles are. Um. And so, so as yeah. a yeah. No, I was I I was gonna cut you off completely there, so um, you should finish. No, did I did I did I offend you that much already? No, 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 no. It's it's still early in New York City. I'm I'm (laughs) my brain's at half mast. It's 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 beer (laughs) it's beer o'clock here in in South Africa. So what was was I gonna say there? Um, I don't know. You need to run to a call. Um. Perhaps in kind of when we record next, yeah. if um, if you don't have more clarity, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about sunk cost fallacy. Yeah. Um, and I we we can elaborate. I can yeah. elaborate then. But I yeah. will I will park I will park that um, and leave listeners with some kind of mystery. Like what does eighty mean here? Yeah, yeah. Well, I can I'll, I'll probably means. leave you with, with with some mystery. You're you're not going. Like, why did eighty say that? Why like. <laughs> The next week, like, why did eighty say sunk cost? Is this where they have like some sort of we have some music playing? That's like the. If this was a in a circus in a petri circus that had all the pyrotechnics and you know proper kind of you know, audio visual setup, yes. But because this is not a professionally produced podcast, that there is no no such thing here. Dun dun dun. <laughs> all right, man. Is that the outro? <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Do it, well, do, do it again, and we'll just we'll we'll, we'll close it off. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> awesome. Cool stuff, buddy. Chat Bye, soon. Buddy. Bye.